Hey, are you domesticated? It's Kelly. It's Brittany. Welcome back to the show. To the shit show. To To the shitty, shitty shit show. To the fuckery. I was going to say, do you want to start us off with the intro today? No. Um, (laughs) You guys get no intro today. Ding. Damn. Damn. It's been a hectic day. (laughs) Has it? Yeah. Mine wasn't. I laid on the couch most of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we record on Sundays, and Sundays tend to be our like busiest catch-all days, mm-hmm. which is really rough because half the shit around here isn't open because it's Sunday. Right. But I had to run around town today to do all of Jay's birthday stuff. Right, because she's going to be how old? I don't want to talk about it. Five. Five. <laughs> and... You're going to have a five-year-old? That's five years away from her hitting double digits. Hey. Just saying, she's halfway there. I she had a meltdown today, and I don't know that I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) And now she's just like, she's like, Mom, you can't leave because you make me grouchy when you leave. Oh my gosh! (laughs) She's just trying to figure out how to channel her emotions. Like she's trying to figure out how to express them now. Yeah, she's got big emotions now, and I'm like, why are you crying over that again? Mm-hmm. Okay, I know you're sad about it, but that's not, this is not a healthy way to do this. <laughs> we need to find healthy ways to express our emotions. Right. And kicking and screaming like she was. And I'm like... Did she? I'm surprised you bought her more then. Well, hold on. The story is of what we do for her birthday is we'll go into Walmart or whatever store and fill up the cart with all the toys that she sees that she likes. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, like we do two items that are about the same price. Mm-hmm. We say this one or this one. And then whatever that winner is, we go to the next price thing and say this one or this one. Right. And just so by the time we're done, we have like one big item and then like a medium item. Mm-hmm. But today we had three items. Which is fine. Right. So, but before that, we went to lunch and the quarter machine, there's rings in there. She got a ring there. Went to Walmart. She forgot the ring in Walmart. And then we got out to the truck and she finally realized, she's like, my ring. And she just had a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Like she said, my ring. And it was all, all of it was lost. And I'm like, what is that? She's not really, she's not a meltdown kid. Right. She'll, she'll like cry over things, but not like that, man. She's just having a day. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? We all have those days. I know. and We I just s- don't express them in the way she does anymore. Right. And I told her, I was like, I understand you're sad about it, but this is not how we act when something goes wrong or we lose something. Right. That's not helping your situation. And she just kept wanting to go in the store to go grab it. And I'm like, I don't know where you put it, Jay. We are, we're going to be looking at needle in a haystack here. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know where I put it. And I'm, if you know her, she puts things places and she doesn't know where the hell she put it. Right. And so my solution was, cause we're going to go pass by where we got the original ring. Mm-hmm. So I stopped and got four more. I didn't tell her I got four more and she wanted the gold one, the gold one, the gold one. She cried 20 minutes home all the way home, which she never does. And so... We stopped, I got more, and I told her, I said, because you threw that big of a fit, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't talk to me, and you screamed and kicked and screamed and kicked, now you're going to have to do a chore to get the ring. That's a good solution. Right. So I'm like, she'll, she'll still get punished for the way she acted, but she'll still get the ring that she had lost. Right, because she made up for by doing a chore. Right. Um, If she wouldn't have thrown a fit like that, I probably would have been like, okay, let's go try to look once. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't want her to have a meltdown in the store when she couldn't find it. Right. Did you explain to her that all of that, like you would have went in and looked if she wouldn't have had that big of a yeah? I meltdown? said I I said well because I was frustrated because mm-hmm. I I don't do stores very well, especially that long. And I said I would have gone back in had you not made had that meltdown. But I also feel like we should take back your toys that we just got mm-hmm. because of your meltdown. But then I feel like that's almost throwing it in her face. But I said, but these are your birthday presents. We're not going to open them tonight. Mm-hmm. This is not a today thing. So I didn't take the toys back because it's her birthday gifts, not a today gift. Right. Which is in like four days. My mom always told me that if I opened my presents, that she would take them back. Yeah. If I always opened them early mm-hmm. or went seeking for them, she would take them back. 
Yeah. Well, in this way, she knows what she's getting. Mm-hmm. But I already explained to her that this is what we're going to do. Because last year, she did really well with picking. Yeah. Um, And then this year, she had a harder time because she wanted all of it. Right. So I was like, okay, this one or this one, this one or this one. And we sat there for about 20 minutes deciding. So we got home. She's still, she's feeding off of her meltdown into other things. Right. And I don't like it when she does that, but it's like everybody does that. Mm-hmm. If your coworker's in a shit mood, you're going to be in a shit mood because they're in a shit mood. Right. So it's kind of like that, but within herself. You just have to find a way to teach her how to not or to channel it a little bit different, right. which is hard as a parent. Well, yeah, but she's still five. So. Well, right. But teaching her now is going to set her up for success right. in the future. Right. We got home. I had her change the laundry because there was stuff in the washer. We put more in, mm-hmm. did the thing. And then I said, okay, listen, here's four more. There's a gold one in there because that's what she was having an issue with. It was gold. Mm-hmm. There's four total. There's a gold one, a purple one, and two red ones. It's just quarter machine rings. Yeah. But what might, may not be a big deal to me is right. a huge deal to her. So right. that's why I was trying to make it better. Yeah. She's not seeing the value money-wise in it. She's seeing no. the value as in it makes her happy. Right. Makes her excited. And it was that ring, not this replacement ring. It was mm-hmm. that one. And she's still upset that she doesn't have that one. Right. Well, it's like... If in my mind I'm like, okay, if I lost lost, lost a wedding wing, <laughs> if I lost a wedding ring, mm-hmm. and I had to get a replacement, that it's not the same, right? That first one is a lot more valuable, sentimental to mm-hmm. me than the first the replacement. So last weekend when we went to my mom's house, we got all of my stuff out of her house, uh-huh. out of my old room, right. and it had my creepy baby. Here. <laughs> you see it? You guys can't see it, but. It literally is like the creepiest thing, right? This is in its original body. My grandma had to make a new one because I ate the belly button off. You ate the belly button off? I don't think I swallowed it, but I definitely (laughs) chewed it off. And the thumbs were all gone. And my mom singed off the hair in the dryer because she had to wash it. And so it has no hair. And it's a Cabbage Patch doll. And I've had this since. So my birthday's in November. Not that Christmas, but the next Christmas. So I was one. Uh-huh. I've had this since then. And I lost it in Kmart one year uh-huh. when I was little. Lost it. I left it. They left the store before I realized it was gone. Uh-huh. So I had to call back and they had thrown it away. So my dad went all the way back and dug through their dumpsters Oh my gosh. to dig out my baby doll. And they bought me a new one. It's that not was, the same. No, it wasn't the same. Yeah. I still think I have that thing somewhere, but it's in like pristine condition. I also think it's naked. I'm not sure. As to why they're naked, but it also has a smell. Like, it doesn't smell like it used to anymore. No, it doesn't smell like it anymore. Are you not going to let me smell it? No, because it smells like a Christmas candle now. But it used to have, like, this oil smell to it. Do we all know what we smell like when we get oily? Or, like, when a shirt gets a little oily or something like that? Are you talking about, like... Body your, oil. Your body mm-hmm. oil specifically. Not anybody else's yours. Probably just mine. But we all have our own oil smell. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very hot sleeper, so I have a sweat smell. And that's what it used to smell like. Was something kind of similar yeah. to that. It was a comforting smell. And it now has lost that smell. And it makes me kind of sad and want to cry. Really? Mm-hmm. But I get what, Like, I get it. Yeah, but you're, the, the difference same time. between that, though, is you have an attachment to that doll. Right. She had that ring for 30 minutes. She's still attached to it. I know. She's four, so if, she's going to attach to things very easily. If she would have left, like, her blue blanket somewhere... Oh, gosh. Then I would have done, like, way What my more, parents like, did. Right. Yeah. But something that she had for 30 minutes, like, in my mind, right. is way different than what she's thinking. Right. And she still is not great with time-wise. Mm-hmm. So, to her, it was, like, hours and hours that she had it, I'm right. sure. Probably. But to me, it's like, she had it for 30 fucking minutes, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just it's hard to gauge what's going in in her mind right because she doesn't have the proper like words and expressions because she's just so emotional right and so i just i let her cry and i say it's okay to cry about stuff it's sad and i know you're sad but here's the solutions i'm giving you and can offer you right but you can't act like that yeah because you can't (laughs) every time she loses something and throws a fit you can't go find it right so she has to pick and choose her battles exactly so my solution was we can get a new one to Mm -hmm. replace that one or we cannot get any at all but either way you're still going to be sad right so which 
sad do you want yeah in a way like i don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it properly in my brain it works that way but we picked poor out a, yeah poor girl <laughs> she's having a rough day yeah she is <laughs> same girl same yeah <laughs> so we picked out her cake and her pinata I, I liked the video you sent me of how you fill the pinata. <laughs> we didn't get that one. You didn't? No. That's the first one she's seen. It was a unicorn, and you filled it right where its butthole is. <laughs> you know, in their defense, it was above the tail. Unicorns don't poop above their tail. Uh, yeah. But it's still the same sense as it's on its ass. I don't think that was a tail. I think that's like the de- decorative like ribbon underneath of it. To symbolize a tail. I don't know. I'd have to. I don't know. You're right. But it was right where the butthole should have been. It was. It was. And I even heard Jay say, like, when you ended the video, Mm -hmm. something about a butthole. (laughs) A little stink. That's funny. Yeah. And then we picked out her cake when we decided she got Sky from Paw Patrol, Mm -hmm. Pinata, and then um, she got a Sky cake, basically. So That'll be fun. Yeah. And you know what really hurt my heart today? What? I don't even want to talk about it. Is it going to make you cry? Maybe. Oh, no. I don't want to talk about it. You just brought it up. <laughs> but then I realized how much emotions I had about it. Oh, my gosh. Is it because she's getting older or? Yes, but she. You're tearing up. I You're going to cry. <laughs> she skipped over the boy aisles. She did. Went to the girl aisles. She's like, that's boys. I don't want to go down there. I believe she's not going to be kissing any boys anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> I was like. Oh, because <laughs> she loves dinosaurs and she loves like cars and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, I got a girly girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Dylan and I were talking about that one day. We're like talking about how she's going to be possibly into girly things or she could be into well, she like be stuff in... like her dad and like all of that stuff. Well, yeah. She's but... going to end up like in glitter and makeup and getting her hair done, but still fine. doing the badass things at the same right. time. That's what I'm worried about. I don't want her to go completely to one side i want her to be both so she's like i feel like most kids go through like what in a society based what boys and girls you never know she's gonna go through a phase and she might come back out of it as a tomboy but you never know yeah well i just i feel like because i wasn't as of a girly girl Mm -hmm. but you were expecting her to be like that no i don't i didn't know what to expect stetson is the girly girl (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i i'm glad that she likes girl things because mm-hmm. obviously you get experience and life lessons whatever it is with girl things mm-hmm. but also if she's more aware of boy things she can get that experience too well in it, my mind it just it comes to show that she is getting older because mm-hmm. when they're a baby to five or whatever they don't see boy and girl things they just see things right and now she's getting older to where she sees quote boy things and girl things Mm -hmm. or whatever which is how i'm raising her there's a other people might not agree Mm -hmm. and i'm not bashing them either but i believe there's a girl and a boy Mm -hmm. and that's how i'm raising her so i'm i'm glad that she can differentiate those two but then it makes me sad because i want her to do both boy things too (laughs) she still will because she still roars i know (laughs) like a damn lion it's been a week since we brought casey back to the house Mm. or brought her here we should call it the casey chronicles the casey chronicles man (laughs) she's so fucking funny she's so stupid i know and i never thought that this would happen but she has made dylan her best friend like she gets so excited to see him and is he pulled up today and you saw that snapchat that Mm -hmm. i sent you she's sitting in front of the door waiting for him to come inside and then as soon as he came inside he had to take his shoes off and was taking everything off because it's been snowing and whatever and she's so excited her tail is going like 900 miles an hour (laughs) she's she's prancing in place staring at him waiting for him (laughs) to just like pet her and pay attention to her Uh and he will he'll talk to her and stuff like that but she gets so excited did that hurt your heart no. Oh, like, I already have Kevin up my asshole. I don't need Casey, too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, it doesn't hurt my heart at all. I'm glad that she has made it because they're made home friends. together most of the time. <laughs> right. More than I am. So they get to be best friends and she gets so excited to see him. And I th- I've wondered if it's because he might feed her food or she thinks she's always been the dog that's going to hang out in the kitchen. Uh-huh. She always hangs out in the kitchen because she knows you're going to drop something. Mm-hmm. So I've always wondered that, but she just follows him everywhere. Literally <laughs> anywhere and everywhere. 
Um, did I tell you that this week they had the canine units at the office? Um, you did briefly, but we didn't talk about it all that much. Oh, yeah, because, oh, this is why, um, I think on our first episode, did we talk about when we did the squatting adventure at the office? Um, I think we talked about it, yeah. Yeah, so we thought we had a squatter in the building. Joan still thinks that there might be a squatter in the building. We went and did our own hunting. Someone called the cops on us thinking that we were... The squatters. The squatters. Someone that broke in. Right. Because we had headlamps on. It was a whole charade. (laughs) So the cops got called and I got caught. (laughs) They peeped in the window with their flashlight and saw me and I got caught. Well, they had the canine units there this week Uh and they were doing a bunch of trainings. You could hear them running around upstairs. They Uh were doing, I believe, uh, people searches, drug searches, and bomb searches. And they had to like get recertified. So there were, I think like five or six of the dogs there. One of them was the canine officer that showed up that night. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And mom was talking to him Yeah, because she recognized him and she's like, were you? Well, because he was the um, county officer yeah for our county and then the other ones were from surrounding counties i Mm -hmm. believe so she's like were you here that night that the cops got called and he goes oh yeah i remember that was it you that i caught when i peeked my flashlight into the window and she goes no that was my daughter she's over there doing nails and i'm like you over here that'd be me he's like i died laughing he thought it was so funny really yes he, he did thoroughly... not show that <laughs> it was the other officer that didn't think it was funny yeah the one we could see laughing behind him but oh yes i remember it was the one that we was laughing mm-hmm. yeah he thought it was hilarious <laughs> he thoroughly enjoyed but kevin did not enjoy so much of the canine officers being there he had to be locked up because one of them would have eaten him as a snack oh. is what we got told quote unquote yes <laughs> at least they told you they did so because we know that kevin was going to try and go upstairs Oh, yeah. Most likely to see what was going on. Mm. But he had to be locked up and he moaned and groaned all <laughs> goddamn day long. I finally started had to stick him in people's offices because he was annoying me so bad. He just would sit there and he would stare out the gate and just moan. And then he'd go lay down and he'd be sad. And then he'd sit on the chair and stare at me and moan. And then he would try and get my client's lap and look all sad. So I stuck him over with Heather. Mm -hmm. But on her gate, it's carpet on both sides of it. So Mm -hmm. he can get traction and jump over it. Mm -hmm. Mine has the LVP on the one side carpet on the other side so he can't get traction off the lvp enough to jump over it right so he ended up in mom's office with the door shut because and i guess he just sat there and stared at her the entire time and he was in there i got i think they got there at like 11 and they didn't leave until after four all day (laughs) all day he was so annoying i felt bad for him though oh this is what i was gonna tell you i saved and i was gonna tell you the night that i made the joke to my mom because i made her die laughing and i was gonna call you and tell you Uh but it was way too funny so Casey, of course, is not the brightest bulb in the box. She's dumber than a box of rocks. I think you can hear the rocks rattling in her head right? when she walks by because she prances everywhere. <laughs> well, she was on the couch with me the other night and <laughs> she sneezed, Ew. burped, what? and choked all at the same time. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, this reminds me of mom. And she's like, what? And I'm like, me. <laughs> I think I'm Casey. You're not that dumb. I don't know. Have you heard some of the shit that I do? (laughs) She did. She sneezed, burped, and choked all at the same time. I didn't know if she was going to be okay. (laughs) She just, like, looked at her, and she was, like, had her big old eyeballs just staring at me. Like, what was that? That was a ride? (laughs) She's like, did you do that? Did you do that? I did. I texted mom, and I was like, um, I, you know, those people always say that Dogs always resemble their owners, whether in looks or personality, right? (laughs) Well, I definitely don't look like Casey, but (laughs) I definitely think I act like her, though. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my gosh. I asked Dylan today about the topic that I want to talk about. And Mm. I kind of was like, are you okay with that? And he goes, yeah, I don't give a fuck what you talk about. He's like, do what you want if that's going to make you happy. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, if I had a podcast, I had talk shit on you all day long. That's what my podcast would be, is talking shit on you. <laughs> it was like, rude. <laughs> it's a really uncomfortable topic to actually talk about, I feel like. With me? No. Or just in general? Just in general. Because oh. uh, most of the people in my life know that Dylan and I are trying to have a baby. But not everybody. Oh. 
Well, surprise. (laughs) Right. And I think it's just been a really, really rough week this week with it. Yeah. I like resubscribed to a Facebook page where there's like all these women that have been trying for eight, nine years. Really? But I think it's been without medical intervention, which we have already started that early. Yeah. Well, that's just because um... of my medical history. Right. But I don't. It was a really rough week because I actually got my first... We've been trying solidly for about five, six months, five-ish months, probably. Mm-hmm. And I did one round. I don't have regular periods. They're not... I can go four, five, six months without one and never have one. I will have symptoms of one when you have yours, yeah. but I will never have a period. Right. So which, they started me which on... Which in turn... Will not allow you to. You can ovulate very rarely. Will you ovulate though? Right. So they started me on a medication that's supposed to help me with my period. So I started that. Had my period fairly early after I stopped the medication. You're on it for 10 days. Then you start your period shortly after that. Did that. It was fine. It was great. Heaviest period of my life. Thought I wanted to die. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I can handle it. So then the next month I didn't ovulate. Is what the doctor told me. They did the blood work after 21 days from the day of your first, like day one Mm -hmm. of your period. I went in, didn't ovulate. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if I ovulate late. And they didn't listen to me. Mm -hmm. They, I kept trying to tell them my mom did that and she had the same problems. I feel that I ovulate late. And they're like, well, we're just going to continue you down the same path, but we're going to add another medication that's supposed to help you ovulate. So you take the one to start your period. And then on day three of your cycle you'll start this medication and I was like okay so I did that and I went in for my routine blood work again on day 21 and they're like nope didn't ovulate again so let's try it again so they started me back on the progesterone which is really really frustrating because the next day I ovulated afterwards and I was already on the progesterone which is to help kickstart another period. So in turn, when you're a surrogate or whatever, you they put not even just a surrogate, but if you have a harder time keeping a baby, they'll put you on a low dose of progesterone because it also helps your womb seem like a nice cozy little home. But not all doctors believe that either. Right. I ended up that same week switching doctors because I felt like mine wasn't listening to me, which I feel like has been the most important thing is if you feel like your doctor's not listening to you, you need to switch. Uh, You need to get another opinion. And I love my doctor that I was going to see. I've seen her since I was 13, but I just felt like the office is just so busy that I got lost in with everything else. And then this one, she made me So we started and I went and saw that other doctor two days after I was on the progesterone again and I had ovulated. She was like, you need to stop the progesterone. And I was like, is that going to terminate any baby that I might possibly have been able to conceive? Mm -hmm. She goes, there's no real studies on if it's going to or if it's not going to. Well, a few short days later, I started my period again. And it was a little rough week because... It was my first chance that we were actually going to be able to have a baby. So it was your first, like, real ovulation Mm -hmm. that tested higher than... Anything that I've ever gotten before. I've never got a peak on an ovulation test before, ever. And I've never seen it rise and then fall again like it did. Like a normal peak and fall. Right. But people with PCOS, they say, aren't supposed to use those test strips because they're not always accurate. Because when you have PCOS, you can get high levels of um, LH, which are the progesterone level, or the levels that show the peak in your ovulation. Mm -hmm. You can get random ones. And I would get one that would like spike a little bit, like to like, so on my app, a 1.0 is a peak. Right. And anything under that is not. I'd get like a 0.5 every now and again. But normally they were anywhere from a 0.1 to a 0.3, which is low. Very low. Yeah. Which is what you normally are on the days that you're not getting ready to ovulate. That's very normal. But with mine, I actually got that peak. But I called the doctor's office that I had previously been seeing. And I'm like, hey, I'm hitting an ovulation this morning. Like a new set of blood work done, but I'd already taken that pill of progesterone. Mm-hmm. And that's what they test for in the blood work. And they're like, it's not going to be like accurate. It's not going to be effective. And I was like, so, I really wish that you wouldn't have started me on it so quick. Because like, I've tried to tell them, I think I ovulate late. Yeah. We went through this last month. Because I did the one round 
a progesterone without the Clomid. And I feel like I might have ovulated like super late on that one, but I'm not quite sure. Well, and you know your body better than anyone else. Right. So they should listen to anybody that's saying, I have this concern. I have this going on. Yeah. I wish they would have wrote it down in my notes that I was having troubles that last time. Like the first time I was on the progesterone, I started three days after I quit taking it. Mm -hmm. The next time it was seven days, which is not normal. It should like it can take up to 10 days to start, but you normally will start sooner than that. Mm -hmm. And it took me seven days and I'm like, oh my gosh, could I have actually gotten pregnant? Right. And I didn't, obviously. So then I told them that I felt like I'd ovulated late that month and they didn't write it down on my chart to remember for the next month. And I'm like, then what's the point? Of me coming in here. Right. Just to get the medication and then you not listen to me anyways because you're going off of a typical woman's body, which means that you ovulate 14 days before your next period. Right. And they weren't listening to me. So I finally made the new doctor's appointment and she told me we're not starting you on the progesterone right away again. She's like, we are going to start you on the Clomid once you have a new cycle. Because once I ovulate, I'm more likely to start my own period. Mm Mm-hmm. Not too long afterwards. So, unfortunately, I was on the progesterone for those two days. So, it started me quicker than I wanted to. Right. So, I've been on my cycle all week and I've been an emotional wreck because I was like, what if I could have gotten pregnant? And Mm -hmm. I lost the chances because of the medication and the doctors want to listen to me or whatever. And it's probably not. It's nobody's fault. Well, it's still like very frustrating. And see, I, I don't know what you feel like. Right. But I can see the frustration of why you're feeling that way. Yeah. It's just like a letdown and it, mm-hmm. it's more or less like a what if situation. Right. What if, what if, what if. Right. Because at this point, people can go on 11 rounds of Clomid and still never get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I'm on my second round already. And I didn't conceive the first time. So I, the new doctor's office did blood work how, and they did a full panel, which I really appreciate that they did. And they did all of my normal tests and everything came out actually really good. Yeah. Which is surprising because I'm not the most healthy person ever, but I'm only high in cholesterol. So I need to get my cholesterol down. Oh. Yeah. So. That's it? Mm-hmm. Um, and when they called me back for my results, I had started my period that day. And I'm, she's always, so call us when you start your cycle. And I'm like, actually, I did today. And she goes, okay, well, I'll call over the Clomid and you'll start taking that. So then I did that. And so she called me back and she's like, the doctor wants you to come in for a Clomid check after your so many days, which they're extending if, and like my last doctor's, it was after 21 to 23 days. This doctor's office is doing 26 to 20, 23 to 26 days to give me extra time to ovulate so they made me actually a doctor's appointment which my last one wouldn't do that they just had me come in in the morning for blood work and then sent me on my way but this one's actually having me come in for an appointment instead of just the blood work and right they'll do blood work then but then i think she's going to talk to me about some other options or i have no idea what she's going to do well she's probably just going to go over like do they get the results for your blood work pretty quick the same day but they have to send it off to the lab but so Maybe she's just making an appointment to make sure that everything's like how you're feeling wise. Cause mm-hmm. I know you've been nauseous. Yeah. So this week's been rough, right? I was like, I could have been, you know, what if I did get pregnant and it's just like a heavier end plantation bleeding, right? Like yeah. I've completely moved my brain into a way of being in denial, I guess. I want to be in denial of it all, even though I know I'm not, it's hard. And then I've been nauseous for like three days. And I was like, if I wasn't on my period right now, I would think that I was pregnant 100%. Because of the, just the... I've had like weird symptoms. Even my cycle, this one has been really weird. It wasn't mm. heavy like my last two. It was, it's been a little off. Right. It felt well, off with it. Well, and some people have their period while they're pregnant too. And that's right. probably on your mind a lot. Yeah. But you've probably taken a test. We've taken a couple of them and they're negative. So, and then now I don't want to be pregnant because I'm on the Clomid and it can cause major defects in a baby if you are pregnant and you're on it. So I wanted to talk about it on the episode today to get it off my chest because it's been, it's been, it's been a rough week. Yeah. I've, Dylan and I've talked about it a little bit, but I feel bad bringing my emotions into it because then it makes him feel bad. Right. So I don't want to make him feel bad by being stressed over it because (laughs) his way to deal with it is to just shut it down. Right. Just like, okay, let's, let's forget it. And I'm like, I can't do that anymore. Right. I want to be a mom. It's well, not fair. Well, and I'm glad you're talking about it because you don't normally get to talk about it. And this is like a really good episode to do because some other people that might listen are going through the same thing. And yeah. they don't have anybody to talk about it, but it's validating your feelings that you're 
this really fucking sucks for you. It does. So it really sucks. I found out on Friday that one of my clients is pregnant. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I know that they tried for a year, but she didn't have to be medicated for it either. Right. And it was to a point where she was like, we were trying one more time and then I was going to go back on the pill so that we could travel. And I was like, it wasn't even that, like, it's a big deal. It always is. And I'm not invalidating her feelings because she's a wonderful client, but it right. just sucks. Well, it sucks to hear that people are getting pregnant and you're not, even though yeah. you're doing. It's my third client this year. Yeah. And you're putting so much effort into getting pregnant. Right. And, and it's just like a, I know they don't mean to, but to you, I feel like it's like getting thrown in your face. Right. And that's. And it's not because a lot of them don't didn't know. They didn't know that we were or when I found out that a couple of them were pregnant. Like that's when we had decided to start trying. So right. it's not even and it's nothing to do with them doing it on purpose or whatever. And right. of course they never would. But it's just, it your just feelings like about it, though. It sucks. Yeah, it really sucks because who knows if we're ever going to be able to. I have a right. client that I talked to and she's done everything and she can't. Really? everything works everything's just fine for her but for some reason she really? can't get pregnant is it her guys mm -mm. or her dude her husband i'm assuming mm -hmm. no it's not her husband no they've had everything checked and they've had everything done they have done everything except for ivf which is extremely expensive yeah. it's like seventeen thousand dollars and insurance does not pay for it yeah so it's really out of the question for most people well um do you get do you feel like you get a lot more support on that Facebook group that you're in. Than... Um, kind of. I well, posted I mean, like a couple of times. As far as because I don't know how you feel. I just see how it is for you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a Debbie Downer page. But at the same time, like it's kind of really nice. Yeah. Because it's not rainbows and like butterflies trying right. to get pregnant when you are struggling. Like it's not fun. So right. it's really nice to hear all of or like see all the posts of people validating how you feel. Right, and going through the same thing. Though. Yeah, and some of them are from the UK, and it takes them like eight months to get even into a gynecologist. Oh, really? So they just have to sit here and try for eight months until they have their doctor's appointment. And then they even, oh my God, that would be bad because... Right? I'm just so lucky that I get to call and I can get into a doctor's office fairly quick within a few weeks. Right. Not eight, nine months. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I think it's just their healthcare system there. Free healthcare, probably. <laughs> Sorry about that. I burped. When you're <laughs> <laughs> Quit but crying. You're making me cry. I know. I've been an emotional wreck today. I was watching. I've been obsessed with Blue Bloods. And one of the episodes, like, his wife got shot, right? And he was super upset that his wife got shot. Mm -hmm. She was fine. She ended up being fine. But, and it's a fictional character, but I just started bawling. <laughs> it was like, anything <laughs> just will set me over the edge yeah. this week. And it's been really bad the last couple of days, but... Because I've been nauseous. My mom thinks that I've stressed myself into an ulcer, which I doubt. I haven't been that stressed over it. It just is, like, upsetting. Well. I feel like I'm not. It's weird to say that I feel like I'm not that stressed about it. Uh, well, there's a big difference be between being stressed over it and being heartbroken over it. Right. There's That's two different feelings. Yeah. Like, stressed is you're anxious and you're mm -hmm. everywhere. You, well, I guess it's almost the same, but heartbroken over it is like empty you feel like mm -hmm. you're not enough and you yeah stuff like that yeah i haven't felt super anxious about it but i get anxious sometimes yeah and i get up in my head sometimes but it's really hard to hear when someone says and i know nobody means it that way but they're right, like exactly. you've created it in your head because you want it so bad and it, that's really hard to hear because i know that that's true your brain's a powerful right. thing and you can make yourself anything right and everybody does it one right. time or another but at the same time, it's like, I feel like I haven't done that. Um, I feel like you do to an extent. Yeah, I think. But not like extreme. Mm -hmm. The pictures you send us on our group chat of when I'm, when I have a baby, this is what I want at the baby shower right. type of thing. You're just planning in advance mm -hmm. because for you, this is something you've really wanted and you can't exactly get it right away. Right. And so I think mentally in your your position in your brain, you need more time to plan for things like that because you mm -hmm. want it to go exactly how you want it to because right. this is something you've wanted for so long. Right. But like women that get pregnant, like a surprise or on accident, whatever, they only have nine months to plan stuff. You mm -hmm. want it all laid out. Right. So it's not a bad thing that you're planning it. But, but then I have to sit here and think of how long do I get to wait until I can actually do it. Right. 
So then when I feel like in between the ovulation period and waiting for my period, that's going to be the time where I'm going to want to plan it. Mm -hmm. And then the other days of the month, I'm just going to want nothing to do with it. Well, yeah. I don't know if you're going to, but I feel like if I were to do that, if I were to plan everything and be so excited during my... Is this what you're saying? Is that you're planning and thinking of things like that during your ovulation week? Yeah, but before I was talking about like making myself believe that I'm pregnant when I'm not. And it's really hard to hear that. Okay. It's really hard to hear when people are like, you're thinking about it too much. So you're making yourself believe that you're pregnant. And I'm like, I feel like I haven't done that as much. I I am more self-aware of what my body's doing. Right. I think you are more... I'm more on the cautious side of... Well, I think people are looking at it because you do send pictures like that and you do talk about it mm-hmm. with the people that know. Right. But that's, like you said, only that week, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay, though. Because right. you've already, you already are mentally preparing for maybe not, it will not happen this week. And yeah. you're already preparing for that. So even though you've prepared for that mentally, you're still, it's still going to hurt yeah. to not be pregnant. And not do that stuff. And I don't know if it would hurt less for the next month if I just didn't do that during that week. But that's hard to shut your brain off and not get excited because it possibly could be it. Right. Possibly could be the time where you get pregnant and... Right. I think it was really exciting that you peaked and you ovulated for the first time. I can't even believe it. That's exciting. I had butterflies all day. I was like, oh my God, I can't even believe this happened. It's so exciting. I know. You're like, oh my God. And then it just like sets off a topple of, well, not a topple effect, but like a one after the other of all these thoughts of what am I going to do with, okay, if I get pregnant now, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be born here. But everybody does that. Yeah. Everyone. My due date would have been the beginning of October, which would have been so fun. By the way, <laughs> October baby would have been great. Yeah. I love October. It's like the oh, best month. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I shit. Did. I was a little peeved that it didn't happen just because of that. Really? I'm like, oh, what an October baby. My, <laughs> I love October. It's like the best month. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you are already aware of how you do things. Mm-hmm. And when people like input their stuff, like I can tell you all this stuff and all these things that you might be feeling or should do with your own feelings. But ultimately, ultimately, ultimately... I wasn't even going to say anything. (laughs) Ultimately, at the end of the day, I think that you are enough self-aware of your own feelings and what your body is doing Mm -hmm. and your thoughts. Like, your thoughts are your, like, biggest competitor with your feelings here. Yeah. And I think that you already know that you are going to do this because that's just the type of person you are. Right. You're a planner. I am a You're planner. Disorganized planner. It's true. It's very true. But you know, I've got a list on Amazon of the things that I possibly want. Right. But <laughs> and then, then I'll go and process of elimination or just shove it all onto a registry. Right. But as soon as this happens, as soon as you know you're pregnant, mm-hmm. it's going to be the best day. Mm-hmm. But then you've had time to plan all this. Right. Other women that have surprise babies don't. They don't have all this extra time. I know. I told Dylan, I'm like, do we want to start planning and start buying the things that we're going to need? Because mm-hmm. it, it's expensive. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. And he's like, I think in his mind, he's like, I don't want to jinx it or I don't want to start buying things and then never be able to get pregnant. And we have all this shit laying around. Well, he doesn't want to have all this crap laying around that's going to remind us every day that we can't have a baby. Yeah. And I've worried about that. Just like I have that crib. And I'm like, well, I have this crib. Do you want me to keep it here? Mm-hmm. Or do you want it there? It's because as your friend, I feel like the same way. Like, I don't want you to look at it and feel like you're disappointed every day. Right. Because there's not a baby in it. Right. But at the same time, I choose to be. <laughs> <laughs> Taking that on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really hard to watch you go through this. But mm-hmm. you as a person, I think... It's the hardest on you, obviously, you and yeah. Dylan. I know it frustrates Dylan because he's like, I, I can give her anything in the fucking world except for the thing that she wants the most. Mm-hmm. And then it, if he says that, then I feel like it will hurt your feelings. No, because it's my fault. It's my body. Well, I know. And that's why he won't tell you that. Right. Because then you'll blame yourself. Yeah, because it really is. It's my body that won't produce which is, things easily. Which is fine. Yeah. And 
He's He knows that. You know that. He won't tell you his feelings on it because he doesn't want to make you sad. Right. I don't talk to him about my feelings too much because I don't want to make him sad. I know. <laughs> so it's just like a back and forth. And that's, yeah. Um, trying to protect his feelings and mine all at the same time. Cause right. And he's trying to protect your feelings. Yeah. But it's not the worst thing in the world. No. Even though it feels like it now. It's not the worst thing in the world that you guys are probably going to have to go through. Right. But at the same time, I understand both sides. Yeah. And so really, honestly, if you weren't ever to get pregnant, that would hurt you more mentally than Mm -hmm. anything. But there's still options for not being able to have them. Right. I know he said adoption and I'm like, I don't. I don't know if adoption could ever be financially affordable for either one of us. Right. It's so expensive. I already told you I'd have a kid for you. Right. We'd have to do that. Yeah. I remember when I brought that up to him the first time and he goes, that's weird. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> um, I think it would be weird, but you know what? You'd have a baby with your own genes. Right. Like your own... DNA. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess how would that work? Would that have my DNA in it? No. You're just the carrier. Right. The incubator. You're the incubator. It has nothing. Well, technically, it has a little bit of your DNA in it because of Dylan. Yeah. (laughs) Well, technically, my mom's DNA is going to be in there. (laughs) Yeah. That you share with him. Mm -hmm. Slight bit of it. Right. Um, But yeah, no, it just is. It would be 100% us. Just you are holding it. Right. For nine months. But that would be, like, the last possible option. Right. Because I want to experience being pregnant. Right. And it's one of... I want to experience being pregnant just as much as I want to be a mom. Well, I wonder if they can do that in in me, an incubator, and then take from me and put it in you. No. Does that make sense? They can't do that. They can't? No. Because it's already attached to you. Mm. can't remove it out of there that's a dnc first yeah dnc, DNC. and it's shoop. well i just wasn't sure what they can do nowadays yeah <laughs> no that would be ivf into me okay yeah what or they mean? take his stuff my stuff swirl it in a dish put it in there right U- iui is where they take his stuff they clean it and they then clean it yeah they like put wash it put wash a wash his, on wash it wash his swimmers wash his swimmers Probably get to get rid of the ones that aren't swimming. And then oh, they see. like rocket launch it <laughs> into your cervix and uterus. I fucking Bombs love that. Away. <laughs> I love that. I know. <laughs> and then there's just the two. The IVF and the UVU. IUI. IUI. Yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> IUI. UFO? Yeah. Got a UFO in there? <laughs> okay. And then there's the, just the two for... Mm-hmm. those options yeah but i hear starbucks actually helps with i have what starbucks if you work for starbucks they help oh. with fertility so i, I thought have... about getting a job at starbucks i was like do they take do you they... into the back do, do they have a drink that you drink what is going Maybe. on no they if you work for them they help with um fertility and stuff i don't know oh, really? the extent of it and the extent of what they help cover or whatever but yeah so that I thought would, about it. That's cool of them. I saw something the other day where it listed off a couple of different employers huh. that do that. Because fertility problems are expensive. Yes. I haven't even started getting bills from mine yet. And I know and some of them were th- without insurance until the Uh-oh. first. So now that I have insurance, it's significantly cheaper. Mm. But By a lot? Yes. But the first couple were... Well, I already paid for the doctor's appointment. It's just the blood work that I have to pay for. Right. Which isn't bad. It's a few hundred dollars, I think. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how expensive it is, honestly. It could be. You look like you're going on a roller coaster. I just felt like being aggressive. <laughs> be aggressive. Be aggressive. I know it wasn't the most interesting topic to talk about, but it was heavy on my chest and I wanted to talk about it. Well, that's okay. That's what we're here for. Boom. Damn. Boom, baby. <laughs> I really want to watch that. Do you want me to? Wrong lever, Kronk. Heal me. Heal me. 
we have now I've watched that movie probably like seven or eight times in my life and it's the most movie that we quote oh my god it's so bad <laughs> do you want to stay and watch it <laughs> no I gotta get I told Jay that I would get back because she's still having a meltdown I'm sure oh okay but I told her I would hurry and be here and then before she went to bed I'd play with her in her room oh then you have plenty of time because it's only set quarter to eight seven quarter to eight I was going to say 7.43, but that's just fucking stupid. (laughs) Just say quarter to eight. Quarter to eight. Quarter. Quarter. But I did show a bunch of houses yesterday. Yes. I went down to... Well, for those of you that don't know, she's also a realtor. Yeah. So I went... A family member, pretty much, of mine is... They're buying a house a couple hours from here. Uh And it's been a shit show to try and get onto that MLS and I need access to their keys. And it's a whole process. So I'm going to have to do that in the morning is to figure out why my access is being denied onto the MLS. Oh. Yeah, I got to call them and figure it out because they want to go look again next Saturday. So I got to see if I have anything planned on Saturday before I make that commitment. Um, no, because... Jay's birthday party is on Sunday. Yes. Right. But I can't remember if Dylan and I said we were going to do something. So I went into that yesterday and I rocked it out. I was a boss bitch, right? So when Did I first you see started, every single one of them? That you went down for? Um, some of them wouldn't answer, which are on her list that she wants to see. So I'll call them again this week. Oh, okay. And I'll call them like starting like on Thursday. Yeah. Because they could become unavailable during the week at some point. Right. So I'll start calling them on Thursday and scheduling appointments on Saturday. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. I was going to say that was dumb. <laughs> ah. Well, I just, I thought it was going to be bigger, so I stayed. (laughs) Like, come on, don't do me dirty like that. It did. It was dumb. (laughs) It did. But, um, so I'm going to go back down next weekend and try and show her a bunch more. But it also relieves a lot of pressure off my chest because there's my maternity leave. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just go straight into the savings. Right. Dylan's like, can we buy a pit bike with that? And I'm like, no. I know he wants, he goes, it's for maternity leave. And I'm like, we're going to be taking care of a baby. He goes, I'll strap it to me. <laughs> he would, too. I know. <laughs> you fucking strap a car seat on the fucking fender. <laughs> He's just going to strap it to his chest and go. And I'm like, you know what? I trust you. And that's not the problem. They're expensive. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> so is insurance for you, because I need you alive and working. Right? Also. That was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it scared me a little bit. Did it? <laughs> Someone's going to jump out and eat me. Help me. Oh, that Help was me. loud. <laughs> Help me. Help me. Um, you know, I had a client ask me if I'm hammered when I do this, because of how goofy I am. <laughs> really? <laughs> They're like, how much drinks have you had when you started? I'm like, I'm sober. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> I just got to be professional at work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I have became so I, lax in my work life mm-hmm. lately. Like, I swear. Uh-huh. And I talk to you on the phone while I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I've tried and to so, get better about that. I noticed that and I didn't like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Like, this last week, because you call me quite a bit at work. Yeah. And if I can't talk, I'll just tell you I'll call you later. Yeah. And I'll call you when I get off. But then you didn't call me. And I was like, is it because I always tell her I'm going to call her later? And I'm like, I don't think I like this. (laughs) I'm sure my clients liked it. (laughs) Okay. So that is part of the reason. And then another reason I'm like, everything that we talk about on the podcast, I already fucking know. (laughs) It's true. I feel like my reactions aren't genuine. Yeah. That's why I didn't tell you what the topic was going to be today. Yeah. I think you already had a feeling of what I was going to talk about. No, actually. I thought it was going to be about the call of the void thing that I researched. That'll yeah. be the next. Okay. I'll bring it up on the next podcast. Yes. I'm glad you. I had a sudden urge. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was holding out a cup of water and I was like crouched down at work mm-hmm. last night. I just. I just wanted to hit it out of her hand. Oh, that would have been fun. It got so dead there for a minute. Did it pick it back did. up? Um, kind of, but it... Ugh. I don't want to talk about it. I'm Why? so frustrated. <laughs> I hope you get hat, hat care in your... Claire. <laughs> hat Claire. Hey, Hat Claire. Hat, hat Claire in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. <laughs> I have the power. Oh. Oh, we took a break. We did take a break. Because I was telling Kelly a funny story. And now we don't remember where we were at, but I 
was just watching a TikTok on some like <laughs> stupid judge child support case. <laughs> you were yeah. Already it planning sucked. for the future. <laughs> no. It just sucked me in. It was it like one does. of those ones that was like a seven parter. Oh. <laughs> so I just kept watching it because it was a train wreck <laughs> of them just talking shit about the other one and she owes eighty two hundred dollars worth of child support back to him and Early, yeah, and so it sucked me in, but <laughs> I appreciate you letting me vent for this episode. Yes. Sorry to everybody else that has to hear it. <laughs> uh, don't be sorry. It's going to be fine. It will be fine. I feel like it should be a more talked about thing, even if people don't know how you feel going through it. Mm-hmm. I think that people should make other people aware of how hard it is yeah. and how... It really does affect your everyday life and how you perceive things and think. Because right. like you said, like your clients, they don't know Mm-mm. that it makes you feel that way. but And you don't tell them. Right. But it does make you feel like how it makes you feel. Yeah. So I was going to not talk about it on here until we were pregnant and got to announce it and do yeah. all of the things. But for me to like cope is to talk. Mm-hmm. And so it can get annoying. But that's how I cope with things as I talk about them. Well, and and you've kept it in for a while. So Mm -hmm. the only people that really knew was a few select of your clients. Right. That also probably go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. I know. The ones that I'm really close with and I've been doing their nails for a long time. Right. And then like me and your mom and and I don't know, does Dylan know yet? (laughs) (laughs) No. We want to keep it from him. (laughs) And just just talk shit on him. Apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, so... Oh, what that, was that? That was my finger popping that against was... my face. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's this noise it's that's happening? film. I would like looking at your picture. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm just gonna hold it <laughs> upright. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great topic. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather talk about this... And the issues that you're facing and other mm-hmm. women, obviously, then yeah. something stupid. I'm not alone and neither are they. <laughs> right. So I'm glad we we're talking about it and that you're getting it off your chest because I know it's been heavy. It's been a heavy week. Right. Definitely. So. All I wanted to do was sleep. I don't want to really do anything but sleep. Yeah. And now I'm going to go back and lay on the couch for the rest of the <laughs> night. <laughs> you know what sounds good right now? What? Like spicy Doritos. Mmm. I'm I'm nauseous. Like, I think I caught a stomach bug or something because my tummy just hurts. Hmm. Do you think it's part of your medication? I don't think so. It could have been because they stuck me on the extended release metformin. But I mean, I've been taking that for like over a week now. Yeah, but maybe your body's still trying to digest it or figure out how to. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know either. So it'll be fine. We're gassy today. I almost threw up a little. I felt like I was going to pee my pants doing Oh, my God. I don't know why. A lot of it's... internal pressure. <laughs> I, I was, like, trying to push my burp out, but it went down in my guts. Oh, God. And I'm like, oh. Ooh. 